So losing your mom couldn't have been easy. Could what? Could not have been easy. <clears throat> um, in, in the later life, it, it was hard. Uh, when she was going through her changes, her, her changes of life, uh, it was hard. Okay. Um, that's, uh, I dealt with it for a while, and that's when I left. Uh, I decided I was already an iron worker and working on buildings and putting buildings up and doing stairs and ornamental iron work and stuff. And I decided I was, I, they were looking for welders to go to Alaska. So I, I'm going to Alaska. Uh, and I heard they're going to pay good money. So I packed up my stuff and told mom. And, Going to Alaska, and I told her in June. And I left in July, end of July, beginning of August. I left and uh, was heading on out to California to test out, and then I was going to go to Alaska. And um, I met a guy on the way out here in Nebraska. He said, "Well, I'm going to Colorado. Um, get a job in Colorado. Uh, you want to go?" I've never been to Colorado. I want to see what Colorado's all about. Traded so, Alaska for Colorado. So we, I followed him, and we went up uh, Devil's Canyon, the old Devil's Canyon. And wow, what a trip that was. And uh, How do you go up it? You drive up it, and the road is very small, narrow, and real switchbacks. And wow, I, he, I was following him. He went around the corner, and he disappeared. And didn't know where he went, and couldn't see the other side. And it was a curve in the road, and there he was on the other side, and ran around like that in a loop. And he was over on the other side, and I caught up to him. And we went up to Devil's Canyon, the old Devil's Canyon, and it was really scary going up there at night. <laughs> but wound up in Estes Park, mm, nice, and staying at the uh, uh, what's the name of that big. Hotel up there. Stanley. Stanley. Staying at the Stanley. We went up <laughs> up in the rafters where all the help was. And we laid out on beds. They had extra beds laying on stacked up mattresses. Oh. And they let you stay? You didn't... Uh, they didn't know we were up there. Oh. So we were there two days. And someone, one of the kids that was working there said there was two guys sleeping upstairs. And he was drunk. And he came up there. And uh -oh. He rousted uh, the other guy, and I don't even remember his name, rousted him out of bed and threw him on the floor and came over and looked at me and didn't do that to me. He shook my foot. Oh. And I oh. got up and he said, you ain't supposed to be up here. And I said, fine, Danny. was packing up my bedroll and the, the wall was coming up and I was walking down the hall and the cop turned around and said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to my car. He said, you get in your car and you'll leave. Got it. Eh. I took off, went down and got in my car, and went back to sleep. Stayed there until the morning, and then oh. and came down to Denver. And still with the same on, guy? Huh? Still with the same guy? No, no. He, he. I don't know what happened to him. Oh, you split with him at Stanley? Yeah. He, he went his way, and I went my way. Mm. I didn't see him after that, and uh, I went down to Denver and. Got a place on South Santa Fe, across from the Auburn Golf Course. They were just little, like bungalows, and mm -hmm. 
that's where I was, and I met a guy there, and he said, let's go cruising, it was Saturday, <laughs> okay, so we got in this little bug-eyed sprint, and went cruising, and wound up sprint. down in Brentwood Shopping Center, and we wound up chasing these girls in a 67 Mustang, and we chased them around Brentwood, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> by chase, do you mean in the car? On yeah, foot? yeah oh. in the cars, we chased each other, she we were chasing them, and then he patched out. He got a ticket for excessive speed. Oh. And, uh, we, they stopped, and we caught up to him, and we pulled over. And I says, I got out of the car, and he was out of the car. And I said, I got the driver. You can have a girl with glasses. He said, okay. Oh. So <laughs> I got the girl uh, that was driving. Divvied him up that way, huh? Huh? Divvied them up that way. I'm taking yeah, this one. You right, can have that one. Right. And it worked out real good. <laughs> and uh, we were talking, and uh, I said, let's go over to my apartment and we'll drink some beer. He said, okay. So they followed us over to the apartment, and uh, we sat down. And I was talking to this girl, and her name was Jody. And uh, we were talking, and I got her phone number, and she didn't think I was going to call. And I called her a couple of days later, I called her, and we made a date, and we went out Saturday. Ten months later, we got married. And what was her name again? Her name was Jody. J O D I. Yes, the way I spell mine. Yeah. When was how old were you when you met her? She was twenty-five. And how old was she? Nineteen. Ooh. She okay. had just turned nineteen on the eighth, and I think I met her on uh, the tenth. Of what month? Or of August. August. Okay. This is good news. Yeah. Um, Ten months. Ten months later, in June oh. of '73, uh, we got married. June 23rd. Ah. We got married and uh, bought a house a year later. And I asked her, let's, "Let's go to Alaska and we can make some good money." I don't know. Oh yeah, Alaska's and a long said, way away. Okay, right, well, <laughs> let's go back to New York and live in New York for a year. Oh, I don't want to leave. So oh. we never left. We stayed here. I kept on working as an iron worker and welding and different things, welding, heavy equipment, did all that, and then finally got a job at Rocky Flats. But Eric came along and we bought, we had a house over on Tennyson, oh, on okay. Fifth, and we were there for, let's see, 74, 5, 6, 7, 8, we were there seven years. Okay. And then we bought this one. And I had a job out at Rocky Flats. And I started working out there in 79. What did you do for them? Huh? What did you do for them? I was a welder. I was a high-tech welder. And I did that for 15 years. And then they started closing the plant up. So I started... Helping them close the plant up and, uh, for another 10 years. And let's see, 90, 93. Hmm. So 93 to over 10 years. Uh, 93 was a big year for me. That was when I graduated and had my first son. <laughs> In 93? In 93, yeah. Three. Yep. Very end of 93, he was born, but still both 93. So you, you were a youngster. 
I was. You still are. I, I still like to think so, but I did just turn 46, so I know I'm not that young. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I mean, just, you know, looking back, in my life, this is the oldest I've ever been. <laughs> this is what? <laughs> the oldest I've ever been. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, yeah, it's it's up there. You'll, but be, you'll be around for a while. I would like to think so. <laughs> With this COVID, though, it, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't even worry about it. I, and I envy you. Why? I mean, you know. Because you're not spending hours and stress and, you know, I don't know, gut acid being nervous and worried and fretting. That's good. I mean, <clears throat> there's so many things that can happen in life. Never. You don't know what tomorrow will bring, so you live each day as it comes. That's good advice. That's all you can do? It is. Well, so, actually, my brain can do a lot of things. You know, it's just you, stress you, and anxiety. Yeah. Or, it's amazing how little control you, you, I feel like I have over my thoughts. You don't, you don't have that control. You, you, you live each day as it comes. That's it. You know, you, you can't. You can't predict the future. No. You have no idea what's going to happen. No, I'm not trying to, definitely. I mean, I didn't expect to be as old as I am. No. I what? figured if I made it to 30, I was doing Oh, <laughs> well, now, 30 is not, that's not very old. No, it's not. Did you just think that you were living too dangerously to exist longer than that? Or? You might say that, Yeah. <laughs> Or did you I want was, to be famous, like, you know, the actress was quite writer, reckless. 28? I was quite reckless when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of street racing. Uh, Car? Yeah. Okay. A lot of street racing. And, uh, In what been through a couple bad accidents. Oh, yeah. That's no good. That does come with life and driving cars, I suppose, but still. Yeah, it does. But I wasn't driving, only one. Oh. And how many would you say you've been in? I've been in three bad ones. Yikes. And you're here to talk about it, which is fortunate. Yeah, but I'm suffering over it. Like long-term effects? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I was in one that uh, I broke three ribs. Mm. And if I didn't have my safety belt on. I wouldn't be here today. And we there was a toll booth on Long Island on Southern State Parkway. But you went through the toll booth, you paid your time or your quarter, I think it was a quarter when we went through. And from the toll booth to where we got off our exit, I we raced it. And we were running 110, 120 miles an hour. Wow, and what kind of cars? Well, we had, I had a 54 Ford with okay. a 312 T-Bird motor in it. Nice. And then uh, we ran that, and uh, I had the time. I had the best time. Let's see what was. Uh, I can't remember. It was, it was quick. <laughs> but uh, my buddy, we went into New York City, and we were partying down in the village. Greenwich Village. Anyway, we were partying down there, and we got this. We had his dad's 68 Olds 88 four-door, and we're coming up to the toll booth, and he says, I'm going for your record tonight. 
Oh, I said, you are? <laughs> and he says, yep. And I said, okay, I'm putting my safety belt on. I put my safety belt on, and he said, that's a good idea. He put his safety belt on. Oh, he come out of the toll booth, and there's a slow turn, and then the bridge. Mm. And then from there on out, it's okay. almost a straight shot. And uh, we come in, and he nailed it, and we were flying. The old ones were picked up, taken off, and we got into the corner. Well, it was around Easter time, and there's still sand in the corners of the road. And he was hugging the corner, and the butt of the car slipped out in the marbles. And mm. I call it marbles, the sand, and started sliding out. So he put off the gas pedal, still in the corner, and he nailed it. And he was still, in, he got back in the marbles and took off and spun and went right into a divider. Oh, and an upward hill. And I'm looking out the car door and out the window, and I say, George, look out for the... And I was out. Oh, yeah. You were in the front seat? I was out. My face hit the dashboard. No airbags? Nothing? No, no. Just safety belt. Mm. And if I didn't put that on, I would have gone through the windshield. Or, yeah, sliced in half on the... Yeah. So I hit the padded dashboard, crossed the face, crossed the eyes. Did it knock some sense into you? Knocked me out. <laughs> <laughs> and when we came to, the car was back down and coming toward, oncoming traffic was coming toward it. So we hit, come down like this. Mm. And I said, I would say, George, how do we make it? How do we get through? And I had thought we went through the divider, the guardrail, mm. and over on the other side, and cars were coming at us. Right. Because the whole front end was just smashed up in the air. So George said, whoa, 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 what are you saying? We didn't get that far. He said, what were you saying before you, you stopped talking to me? I said, look out for the bridge, George. No. <laughs> he said, we didn't make it that far. Oh, boy. And I said, oh, wow. And my ribs were hurt. And I you said, were young, yes. right? You were pretty young. I was 20, 68, about 21. Yeah, you were young. You feel so much better back then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you're Still. And, yeah, you uh, think you are, for sure. But mm. I said... Uh, that, was, that was it? Just a couple of ribs? You both walked away from that? Well, they they pulled me out of there. They thought I might have punctured along, and I didn't. But <clears throat> uh, I broke... broke see, I broke two on this side and one on this side. And uh, from the safety belt. And what happened to him? Nothing. It was just the two of you in the car? Yeah. Had he been drinking? Why did nothing happen to well, him? We he had a steering wheel. Like... We were always drinking. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that, I we were always drinking. Gotcha. That was the state of uh, the way it was. Oh, gotcha. But we, he turned around and told me that we spun out and hit the divider. His foot got stuck to the gas pedal, bounced back, and hit the divider again. Well, these, this divider... This guardrail, the, the, center, the poles were 12 by 12. Mm. And the, Cement? The, huh? Cement? Yeah. yeah. 12 by 12 wood. Oh, and wood. And then the, the piece that went across were 12 by uh, 2 oak boards, and they were bolted on with a 1 inch wire in the center. Ah. 
And we took two of those 12 by 12s and pulled them out of the ground and up here. Wow. And it didn't come through the car puncture either one of you? Didn't you just smashed up the front of it, huh? Yeah, well, the front wheel was over here Eesh. by my foot. Not where it's supposed to be. Pushed the whole front of the car, and that had a full frame on it. Oh, man. And just pushed everything up here. The motor was pushed back. And you both walked away from that. That's yeah. what, what about the other accidents? Did everybody walk away from those? Yeah, well, let's see. One, I've got a bad neck over that, and I still oh. still have problems. I have more power now than I did when I was younger. Makes sense. But uh, a guy hit me. I was at a stoplight. A guy hit me. Uh, a cop said about 85. Just You were at a dead stop? I was at just, a dead stop. What the hell was he doing? He was drunk. Driving. 80? I mean, that's quite 80? fast to be going anywhere. Yeah. He was. He, I could hear him pounding gear there. <laughs> and I looked at my rear view mirror and I seen two two headlights go. Jeez, and it just pow. Yep. I mean, I'm surprised it didn't out. break your back or your I came neck. over and the car was rolling over to the side. His car was on the lane, hit me, pushed my, bent my frame off, oh. all the way through, jacked up. I could hardly oh, yeah. get out the door. Um, the car's it, frame and your frame. Like he he jacked up both of those. Your oh, frame, yeah. his, back. his car, his front of his car was up to a firewall in the shape of my car. His radiator was flat. The motor was pushed back. The drive shaft was bent through the trunk. And he was and okay too, I'm guessing. No, he was really messed up. I was so pissed off because I only had the car on the road three days. I had a '55 oh. Chevy sedan delivered. Oh no. With a two eighty three vet motor and dual quads <laughs> and a four speed. I grabbed him and I pulled him halfway out the car and I looked at him and he's spitting blood and his oh. face is all messed up and he's and I Let I can't go. hit you and I threw him yeah. back in the car and his teeth were up on the dashboard. Oh gosh. And his thumbs were back here on his wrist. Oh. He was messed up. Real bad. Real bad. Wow. So and, and he was Driving a, a Triumph, an oh, English car. Yeah. So that was it. And I got mine and drove halfway down and Oof. it stopped running. And I called my brother and he came and got me. And the next morning we went back and I was I was hurting. Oh, and yeah. I, oh looked at, I couldn't figure out why the car stopped running. So I opened up the hood of the car and the radiator hoses were off the end. Oh. That's how hard he hit me. The whole car was jacked up like this. Wow. So we pulled the car home. Not much you can do with car. that, I wouldn't think. Yeah, you can't really repair all that. That would be. No, it was, it was gone. The only thing that was good was the front end and the doors. That's it. The rest of it was gone. Jeez. The motor and train were good. That's good. But in other words, that, that was it. And I just, Chevy's and I, Chevy's are bad owners, so I don't own Chevrolet. Every uh, Chevy I've had, somebody's hit me. I only had one Chevy and I bought her brand new, and I'll tell you, she was a lemon. I was not happy. That was my only experience with a Chevy. I don't know that I'll ever go back. Mm -hmm. Well, we were driving around, Jody and I were driving around, and uh, she saw this Malibu and wanted to get rid of Chrysler that we had. It wasn't a Malibu, it's in the Palace. So we uh, we stopped and it was a Monte Carlo. It was an O 
21, 20. And we took this highway from uh, Utah all the way through Nevada to California. And Utah, so you went down? Nevada's... We took 70. Okay. We took 70 all the way uh, to 15. Then we got off at 15. That right. goes into Las Vegas. Right. Okay. And so we you got took off yeah. And the guy turned around and says, Tom, take this road here and go straight out. It'll take you right to California. I says, okay. Turned around and had the car filled up with gas and we took off. 30 minutes across the oh, down this road. And that was highway. How many hours later? Like 20, 18, something uh, like that? It, it takes 10 hours to get to Vegas. It takes 10 hours to get to Salt Lake City. Oh, but from, from Vegas to LA, it should only be like. From uh, Vegas to LA only takes three hours. Okay. So anyway, but we took the back road and went straight across, and they call this the longest road in the the longest the longest highway in the United States because there's nothing on it but farms. Did it dump you out in the redwoods in California, or where did you come out in Uh, Cali? Some desert town in (laughs) in eastern California. Okay. And then we followed. The east side down for a while until oh Bakersfield, so it said Bakersfield. Oh. Then we followed that and went up on top and then came back down the switchback into Bakersfield. Oh okay. So we were baked. I've been to Bakersfield uh, three times. What's in Bakersfield? Yeah. What do Bakersfield you do? Bakersfield is drag, drag. Oh drag. Drag racing. Oh, okay, gotcha. And I've been doing that a long time. And that's what you said. I've been I've been doing. <laughs> I've Sorry. been doing drag racing since I was 14. And you've always had a good car to race with? I mean, not all cars uh, are good for drag I've racing. Some of the first one I, I bought when I was 12 for $13. What? And by the time I was 14, it was running. And we put some lights on it and we drove it to the drag strip. It was an eighth of a mile drag strip. And uh, it was three towns over from where I lived. And I let my beard grow a little bit. Well, you had a beard Never. at 15? Yeah. I started, oh, my goodness. I started shaving. <laughs> 12 or 13 when I started shaving. Jeez. Huh. I know my ex-husband couldn't really grow a beard until he's almost 26. <laughs> I mean, yeah. For some folks, it takes time. Oh, man. I have been. I've had <laughs> my face since I can remember. I've been shaving since I can remember. Well, so which came first, the hair or the shaving? The hair. Did it? By the time I started, I was 13 when I started shaving. Oh, that's unreal. I wouldn't even know what to do if my son had to shave at 13. Mm. I had three of them, and, and I can tell you, none of them really needed to shave when they left my house at 18. Like, they took after their father. I would, when I went in the Navy, I had a full, dark beard. So you were the true 5 o'clock shadow. You shaved in the morning by 5 o'clock, you I had. Were, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I could shave twice a day. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, what a pain. Mm-hmm. What a pain that seems. Why do you think I have a beard? Oh, I don't blame you a bit. I mean, I you just thought you were doing it for November. Right? You gotta figure I've been shaving since I've been thirteen years old and I stopped shaving in seventeen. Oh uh, yeah, seventeen. I twenty seventeen I stopped shaving. I would literally Looking at electrolysis, if that were the case. So you want to do it again? Oh, yeah, of course. Hold on. Let's see. I have to go. Well, Eric says it.